I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Welcome to another edition podcast. We got a contender series happening in the background. We had some fights last week. We got allegedly a pay-per-view card happening this weekend. But we're going to take you all through it. I mean, we're not going to talk about contender series too much unless something wild happens on the screen. But it's on. And thank you for joining us while that's happening uh, and missing the the sob stories that uh, Laura Sanko likes to, to get so wet over. She hasn't had one yet. She's probably over like just blue clan, waiting for the sob story to fucking come around. Jonesing. Just jonesing. Um, yeah, but fun stuff. Some fun stuff last week. Who knows what we're going to get this week because not the best pay-per-view card that we've ever seen. But hopefully we can find some bets on it for you guys. Before we get there, though, Sean, how you doing today? Oh, Wes is like exploding. Wes is like playing with firecrackers or something right now. <laughs> is it my mic? Yeah, it's rubbing your your what six o'clock shadow there, and just yeah, it's about a week and a half crackling. <laughs> Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, a bit disappointed because I've had a very hectic uh, couple of weeks, couple of months uh, leading up to the wedding. And Sunday or Saturday was the first time that uh, I was able to really sit down and, and endure a, a full UFC card. And I got offered up had a, to a big it. helpings. Yeah, I did endure it. Uh, a big helping of uh, just shit, like just awful fights. So that was good. And, and and it was all with lights, and I got smoke on. It's like the worst card I had all year long. All year. Just horrific. The shit. dogs were not barking, that's for goddamn sure. Uh, it was a rough uh, one. But, but we... we will. We got our, we got our fucking, well, Brad didn't, but I got my fucking uh, Ortega money back. At least I'm going to be due for some great shit coming up after Ortega and Aspinall went down in flames. So and I'm fun. due and I'm due for some horrendous luck because I cashed both those. <laughs> um, fun times. Yeah, you know, this, this stuff even eventually evens out, but man, when you're in the midst of it, whew, that sucks. Uh, luckily, the week before made a bunch of money. So I, yeah. over the, you know, in in tout terms, over the past two cards, I'm like plus four units or something like that. I'm on a hot streak, baby. You're, even though I went one and eight last card. Two and zero in lifetime. Absolutely. What other way to it. look at it? I gotta start doing my my record shit like uh, a a newly uh, resurfaced tout man and just like. It's kind of put down the wins I had, not the lines, and then at the bottom do a little bit of math to where I won like forty bucks. I had six, well, yeah, went, went six and two, one forty bucks. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the key. You play all the minus four hundreds, you go six and two, and you look great. 
because you don't tell anybody they were minus four hundreds, and people what? are apparently too stupid to know. Get that lifetime anyway. package. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if the people that bought that are, uh, you know, the millions out there who subscribe to the lifetime package are still getting the the Patreon, or if he's considering that. Oh, that's a different a lifetime. Different that's a, he's a different person now. Well, is it is it is it like free move lifetime or post post move lifetime? Because like he had a lifetime before he like died and came back. Like yeah, that life, yeah, is that person, does that lifetime package still count? Uh, word, word of the state uh, package or independent <laughs> man package? Word package or independent package? <laughs> do those do those lifetimes combine? Like, uh, so this this dude on Contender Series right now, they call him the Pleasure Man, and all that I've seen him do so far is try and get around to the guy's back. So if you, yeah, if you, look you at know his, what he's. You know look at his uh, look at his typology pick and the nickname completely fucking fits. It's like perfect. <laughs> like look at the typology oh. pick. If you if that dude doesn't look like he's fucking getting full maximum pleasure at the moment of that pick, <laughs> like that dude's busting in that pick, dog. Like straight up. Oh my Absolutely. goodness! <laughs> it's like perfect, dude. Well, wow. if he does something worthwhile, we'll probably mention it. But so far, it's just a lot of him holding on to uh, a dude's Dude. back. And this Contender right. Series card is uh, sucks so far. So that's fine. Uh, that, that, sec- that second fight wasn't wasn't too bad. I guess I, uh, it was alright. It was alright. Lower uh, expectations. Anyway, I like Bazooka Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like the the bazooka kid? Yeah, he was fun, man. Yeah, I I, I think that dude might be okay. All right. Yeah, yeah he fun. was just up against a durable guy who was willing to hold him up against the cage the entire fight. So that wasn't great. Anyway, speaking of not great, let's get through these prelims from UFC London because again, like last week, nothing to talk about in the main event. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna mute him anytime he moves like that now. I'll do it. Right. I'll do it. Good, good, good. <laughs> uh, first up, welterweight division, Claudio Hannibal Silva. Um, he tried. He tried. For, for yeah, all he was really, do. he was really close, man. It was close. Uh, but then eventually, you know, the likely scenario came through. Dolby took over late and won a decision. So I uh, got money back on my Silva no cards bet. So that that kind of counts. Like, that's kind of a win. That's a right? win. That's a win, really. <laughs> money went back into the account. So I'm counting it as a win. Uh, any thoughts on this one? Pretty straightforward. Dolby. Yeah, he's not good. No. So, no. This guy that uh-oh. can wrestle for more than seven minutes is uh, definitely beating Dolby. We're, we're all idiots for not unloading on Dolby after the first round. He was plus 190. Yeah, that was wild. That was a wild number. Oh, I just grabbed some of the uh, the decision at that point, which probably wasn't – it was probably not a great number. It was like plus 333. 
Um, I saw somebody play Dolby in the second round after that second takedown at like plus 375. So yeah, that they was, were, uh, they were definitely not, they weren't at work. It was early in the day. Like they, there is they money to be in. made as Brad will tell you on those live lines. The, the interns were there, uh, getting fired. Yep. Uh, next up, I don't know, like I don't remember that I was actively making food or not paying attention to this fight, but I don't remember a single thing that happened in it. Apparently, Victoria Leonardo, unanimous decision over Mandy Bum. Cut her. Cut them both. Both. Cut them both. A lot of, lot of cut performances in the start. Yeah. <laughs> Next fight as well. Cut them. Jai Herbert, Kyle Nelson got into like a clinch grappling match. Like, what are, what are we doing here, guys? What's going on? Cut them both. Herbert did not look good early. And he's lucky that Nelson gasses because he was definitely off his game. That's what I worried about after he had like a pretty good performance but got knocked the fuck out by Tapuria last time. <laughs> You do worry about what he's gonna look like, and he didn't look great. And then he, and then he shows flashes of like being a good, really good striker, but it's just it was few and far between. Anything on that one, Wes? Uh, I don't. <laughs> I might be watching Ja Herbert right now. <laughs> that fight sucked. Like Fair. Uh, flyweight division, Muhammad Mukayev, uh, took down Charles Johnson a lot, couldn't do anything with it. This kid's kind of an idiot, um, but he's, he's good at fighting and an idiot. So I yeah, guess there's something there. He's going to be a tough matchup for a lot of people. Um, I think, I think people are going to some people are going to uh think that he is very shitty after this fight and then there's going to be people that think he's very good after this fight. And I think he's definitely in between. Um because Johnson has a very good get-up game. So we kind of expected that to happen. That's we this is kind of what we talked about was going to happen in this fight. Um but Mukiev is definitely going to be able to do that against a, a lot of other guys in that weight class. Yeah, did you see him call out <laughs> Patty at 145? Like, yeah. dude, that is. On. But yeah, he's he's also like sharing DMs and crying and stuff like that. Like, he is not that Posing part of him is terrible. And, like, it's yeah. it's not good. It's not even bad. Good. It's just bad. <laughs> yeah, like yep. I think it's non like you know he might be British, but that blood that wrestling isn't isn't British. But also no, no. he, but also like that same that same background, he couldn't fucking finish a fucking three inch sub. Like that dude's gonna do a lot of that. He's gonna do a lot of dominating on the mat. But at this level, I don't think he finishes a lot of guys. So it's he's gonna be one of those dudes, a dominant but boring guy that. Are you seen that up? before? I mean, that's how it looked like to be like, he's very, very good. I just, I don't know how many, how many finishes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'll be a, a concern. And, you know, the people that think he's bad 
don't realize that Charles Johnson is good and yeah, belongs that, in the UFC. That was a good that was a good win, man. Uh, like I yeah, I don't I don't think many people knew Johnson coming into that fight. You just watched a little bit of him, uh, on, on the regional circuit. Well, it's regional, but that's, that's some high level regional now. Um, he was very good there. He's a good buy. That was a good win. Yeah. If, if you're on the regional circuit at flyweight or bantamweight, you can still get a lot of good fights in and uh, show people that you've got skills. Moving on up. This is when things started to improve a little bit, but then they went back down. Um, man, Maquan's wrestling and scrambling in the first round was all world shit. That was beautiful to watch. And then he died. And, uh, I think in this case, Finland went out there and, and pushed a little bit too hard, definitely harder than he needed to. Cause even when he was tired later on, he was still hanging just fine in the striking. And I think if he didn't quite uh, go balls to the wall with the grappling, that he probably would have had a better chance to catch Pierce coming in on a sloppy takedown than he eventually got when Pierce had him tired out and was just able to ragdoll him. Uh, but this fight was fun as hell. That first round, uh, that's the type of shit I love to watch. Wes? Yeah, really fun fight. Um... I think we got everything out of Maquan as a dog that we could have hoped for. He just mm-hmm. he couldn't get him, and uh, he used a lot up. Uh, I, I'll give Pierce props though, man. That, that dude's a dog. Like, uh, he doesn't stop. You know, he, he survived on the mat with Maquan quite a bit, man. That was uh, it was a pretty impressive performance from Pierce. Um, yep, I'd I'd probably bet Maquan again. Uh, if that. I would just bet him round one or round one sub. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like Brad did. <laughs> Cause it, it does look like now that he is going to go for shit and he doesn't have to keep not against a, a grinder and a dog. No. So yeah. I, I, I'd probably, I'd probably do the same. Take that first round. And, um, you're, you, you're going to get that 50% of the time. Roger. I think there's five out of 10 times at that kind of price. You're going to, Mike Wan's going to catch it. Uh, five out of ten times first round, I think. Um, but great fight. He's awesome. Chuck? I don't think it mattered, but that cage grab was fucking horrible. And, yeah. and the hilarious part is seconds later, the refs, uh, warning Amir Kalani for, for having his toes in the, cage, in the cage after, yeah. after just a hellacious cage grab where it definitely changed the way that the, that scramble was going. Um, that was rough, but I don't think Red, it mattered. I think at that point, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it it was kind of it just quickened up the inevitable, but that's still just atrocious refing there. Yeah, not good, not good. But uh, yeah, we we jumped off the the Pierce bandwagon and uh, a little bit too soon, a little bit or sorry, uh, yeah, a little bit too soon. Um, he'll, he'll compete with pretty much anybody at one forty five, I think. Next up, guy making his debut at 145, Nathaniel Wood looked pretty damn good, but let's not go crazy. It was Charles Rosa in there, and he made him look like Charles Rosa. Yeah, you can you can toss that black belt because the best thing that Rosa has going for him is his durability. Too bad it doesn't give him much more than a sliver of a chance to win, but uh, it keeps him in there. So 
That dude, uh, he took some shit against Wood. Uh, so uh, I I would assume he's he's got to be done. Maybe they give him one more. I don't know. It's Charles Rosa has has got his he's, ass he's beat in, strong, in, in the though. octagon. So, you know how you know how Dana loves. Yeah, <laughs> how many losses do you think Rosa has in the UFC? Six. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's eight. Um, I oh. thought it was like he doesn't even have like he's only got eight losses on his record, and I was like, holy shit, this guy's definitely lost at least fifteen fights in the UFC. Like he's been around. For- and he never wins fights in the UFC. Um, yeah, but well, the, the weird thing is, he used to alternate wins and losses, and then that's kind of gone down the shitter the last uh, two oh, fights yeah. now. So is is Wood supposed to stay at one forty five? I think so. Did, did they say that? Man, he's he's awfully small, man. He is awful. Yeah, and I, and I don't know, like I don't know if. Uh, like Rose is tough. I just don't know if he'll have the power at forty-five. Yeah, because like, don't get me wrong, the the hand speed is nice, but it was yeah. against it was against Charles Rosa. You know, what I'm saying yeah. like all the shit that he landed. Yeah, Rosa's durable, but he landed a lot of shit and really didn't have him stunned at all. Um, I'm just at one forty-five, man. There's some guys up there that did hard. I'm just. Uh, would look great, but he did, he looked a little undersized, but I, I don't know how that dude is not making 135. Seriously. I mean, the, the bottom four guys in the featherweight rankings right now, and I would say like Wood's pretty close to that threshold. I mean, he was right there at Bantamweight, so I don't see why he wouldn't be at featherweight. Uh, Sodik Youssef, Edson Barbosa, Burgos, and Tapuria. Those guys all bully the shit they out get, of him. They get like trucks. They're probably knocking him out. Yeah. So it'll be That's interesting tough. to see what he can do at 145. I don't think it's going to be a ton. Yeah. Uh, and then the fight started getting shitty again. Uh, Mark D1 <laughs> Casey was exactly what you would have expected him to be in this fight. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you guys want to talk about it? Zero urgency to try to finish the fight whatsoever. He was just like, yep, we're going 15 minutes, and I am doing as little as possible of wrestling. I mean, yep. we, we said it when he wrestling. He looks all world. He, he's not going to finish anything, but you're not getting up from that. Um, just magnificent parlay piece. It really was, man. That, that is as good a matchup as Doc Easy's going to get. Yep. Uh, again, in the lightweight division, Ludovic Klein takes, he was the, the one big dog on the cards. Um, yeah, takes the decision over Mason Jones, who has the fight IQ of, I don't know, Wes is going to make something up. <laughs> the flying triangle was elite, man. <laughs> Dude. Dude, come on, man. That was so. Yeah, uh, he, I I, I bet Klein. I I didn't really. I mean, this is kind of what I expected, but Jones made it a lot easier than it should have been. Uh, but I'm the idiot because I didn't even pick him in Toutmaster. I bet him, but didn't pick him. Figure that one out. Wow, I've gone the other way. Very dumb. Plenty of times. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mason Jones. 
there's there's fun stuff there, but there's a lot of holes there as well. And that was very apparent against a guy who isn't even a grappler who was able to to control him like that. Uh, sad fight of the evening. Berju, Pukrig. Um, man, I, I want to say that I don't know what he was thinking, but I know exactly what he was thinking. I just wish he could stop himself from doing that because when he stayed on his feet and actually just came forward and threw punches, he was landing. And I don't know if it's if he doesn't trust his chin or what the issue is, but like, yeah, he he could have actually won that fight on the feet. He probably would have got cracked at some point and put out or put down. Uh, but maybe then Ozdemir would actually follow him to the ground instead of just a million guard pulls. Oh, that was uh, it was a frustrating one to watch, and Ozdemir still sucks. Both are very true. He he just forced too much grappling early on, and and it kind of gassed him out. And then I think he was just like, "I am too tired to be throwing punches, even if some of them are landing. I need to try to get this to the ground." And it was just not working. Like, yeah, sad to see. You just can't like, like Brad said, not even trusting your stand-up whatsoever, especially when. It's landing. It's the best thing you're doing in the fight. Like, mm-hmm. and it ain't like, like, Ozumamir, uh, he doesn't throw like tons of volume and shit and get these, like, tons of knockouts and shit. Like, stay on the feet. Throw with him, man. Like, Brad's right. He's probably going to catch, uh, Craig eventually. But I mean, that was a better shot of winning the fight than fucking ankle biting and fucking butt scooting and all like that. Man, look, I like Paul Craig, but that fight was embarrassing. That was an embarrassing performance. It got very bad. It it went beyond of like, follow me to the match shit. It went to desperation, and that's just, I mean, we make fun. We make fun of the Brazilian people are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We make fun of that shit. Lance, Lance is dogging any Brazilian on this show that does something like that. Mine's not showing his face after that shit last week. Nope. Nope. Bearju is embarrassed to be Bearju right now. Um, damn, even some of those shots that he took, like, there was no resistance from Ozdemir. He just stopped once he got to his hips. He's like, oh, I've got a super deep double leg. Let me just pull up, squat and yeah, pull no. up and pull guard. Like, oh. Brutal. Brutal. Tough. Um, Tough. He's so bad. Um, I don't know what to say about this one, but Meat Volley, uh, at least she's a character. She seems to have absolutely no fucking idea that she's fighting, like, bottom ten women's flyweight competition uh, and then she beats them and celebrates like she just won the world cup like I can hear her screaming in her fucking boner killing accent that it's coming home every time she wins a fight and goes out and jumps into the monopoly dude's arms like what somebody, <laughs> somebody tweeted like 
That's the first shit that touched Dave Portnoy that he didn't have to pay in like a day. It was like, it was pretty much. Damn. Yeah, that, that <sighs> sounds right. Yep, yep. Uh, at least she got her out of there in the first round. Then we didn't have to endure more of this. Yeah. So props. Yep. I mean, I'll say a couple things. One, the good, like, prop, props to her, man. Like, how, how, there's not many chicks, though, that do go out in MMA nowadays and fucking scrap and throw down, get motherfuckers yep. out of there. Like she, she got a couple spinning back elbow knockouts. Prop, I mean prop. You gotta, you gotta give her that. Uh, on the other side, like man, it's they're, ga- they're gassing it this this chick up, dude. And it's, I'm gonna get paid. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a good line. She's gonna get obliterated here very, very. What's the next one gonna be though? Is, is it gonna be Antonina? Are they going to do that? Shitty shove? I mean, I don't probably, but like, that's a hard one to, to yep. take. Though. Like, I hope not, because I don't want to touch that. Yeah, I don't either, the, because I think the shitty chef could like hold her against the cage for a couple rounds and win some shitty decision, but I don't I, I don't think Molly wins that one. <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. That's. The problem with that one is if she wins that, then they might just be like, "Ooh, title shot, revenge for like, sister." All of these, all of these barstool mouth breathers are gonna like give us a decent price on them. They're gonna give us a good price. They here. bet like twenty bucks a fight, Wes. Let's be serious here. But they're they're not moving there's lines. a there's a lot of them. Right you couldn't imagine. I said it last week. I said it last week. There's a there's a couple of barstool people that I fade religiously, and it's very proper. One's a, just a good looking chick that they bring out to do that shitty fucking face and her face. It is on. <laughs> Yesterday she did. So every Monday she's got like the Monday barstool parlay that she picks three chalky fucking um, baseball teams. All three of them lost yesterday, twenty three to one. Banger. One, one was a plus two fifty baseball underdog. Yeah, but that's nice. the kind of operation they're running over there. There's a hundred thousand mouth breathers on her fucking Twitter because she looks halfway decent. They're like, "You're the best. You're the best. I'm playing your shit every day." Like, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I think. I think we're gonna get it. The the content world of uh, her and Darren gambling. Did yeah, she she got the till uh, upgrade. She got- <laughs> so I was watching Contender Series and Josh Emmett when he got his jaw destroyed. That must have come with a free set of beautiful chompers because oh, yes. uh, his, his are more pearly white than Johnny's. <laughs> Um, anyway, moving on in the card here, light heavyweight division, Nikita Krylov destroyed Alexander Gustafsson. I was extremely wrong on this one in just about every possible way. Um, yeah, Gus is done. People are like sad about Gus, like he's actually a Hall of Fame level fighter. Like he had a couple of decent... Like, yeah, he he had a couple <laughs> decent title fights where he contended for the title, but I mean, yeah, he was all right. Never, uh, never my cup of tea. 
He beat Glover <laughs> back in the day. Didn't like that. But he also Eddie, got decapitated by Rumble. Eddie, yes, Eddie, that was Eddie, great. That is Pete. He was a very good fighter. He was a good fighter, and mm-hmm. he, he fought all the good fighters. I mean, yeah. so that's it's kind of just reminiscing of of yesteryear when he was you know fighting John Jones and Rumble and DC. Like that was that was good times in in two hundred five. It all it all took its toll. Obviously. Yeah, because the dude's still only he's still only thirty five. But like, I got what I wanted. Like he showed up and looked great. Everything looked great. Like that dude was in shape. He had abs and shit. Gus had fucking yep. some abs. I got everything I wanted going to that fight. I, I was feeling good. Kryloff looked like he took a trip through fucking Chernobyl on the way to that fight. That dude had <laughs> veins popping out of his shoulders, dog. That dude was jacked. What an uh, asshole. I thought he was going to wrestle. What happened to wrestling Kryloff? I needed that. Right? <laughs> fucking look jacked, man. He just walked through him. No fucks given. Yeah, Gus absolutely. Yep. Uh, have they ever done a, a fight between Krylov and Krylov and Kudalaba fought at some point, didn't they? Kind of, that seems like a fight that just happened, right? Yeah, I think it hasn't. It, no, it hasn't. Like make it that hasn't fight. somehow. That would be whew. put those two in and both in in magma mode. That would uh, that'd be crazy for the Fun. ninety seconds that it lasts. Yep. Lightweight division, Patty Pimblet. Um, not really any trouble in this one. Jordan Levitt can't wrestle, can't strike, um, has no power. This was the perfect matchup for the UFC to make for Patty. And I mean, he waited long enough. My overcashed by 16 seconds. And I think this is the uh, one bet I actually won on the card. So thank you, Patty. Appreciate you. Now uh, go and keep getting fights so we can fade you. Yeah, it's going to happen because he's going to talk some shit to somebody and, and they're going to they're gonna finally have to give him somebody because Leave It can't wrestle and he was still able to hold Patty down for a good amount of time. Yep. So, yeah, yeah I'm ready. I mean, look, at the same as I, I'll give Patty more props than I'll Oh yeah, but it's a, it's the same scenario. Like you know, the dude's maximizing uh, everything. Great. Um, he's not great though, man. Like there's so many holes we've seen. He's fought some absolute bums, and he's been exposed a couple times in both areas. He's been cracked uh, a couple fights back. He got taken down or controlled a little bit on the mat by this bum. So. Uh, it's another scenario where we're going to get great lines against him and they're going to hit, man. Um, the, the funniest thing to me about all this though is this past week of the people that's comparing this guy to Connor. Connor? The Connor route. This is some madness. Like I've never been the biggest Connor dude, but I know the greatness of that guy. And yeah. uh, I think it was uh, our boy Magic that put it on Twitter. Like, look at Connor's first four fights in the UFC, who he fought and how he beat them. And yep. you're going to even mention Patty in the same breath of that guy is laughable. And take fighting out of it. 
you ever think Patty fucking Pimblick is going to be fighting fucking guys like Floyd Mayweather and making $50 million? Are you out of your fucking mind? Or are we watching the same shit here? Um, uh, I, the, the prisoner of the moment shit in MMA is crazy with future champs and shit like that. But this might have been some of the funniest shit that I've, I've ever heard. Comparing Patty Pimblick to fucking Conor McGregor. I hope the UFC like gets back to doing more of the regional stuff because I want an English guy to that they gas up that I can fade and like a Swedish guy and a bunch of guys over in Asia and just like go everywhere so I can fade whoever the the fighters that you think are good from there because usually they're not uh, unless it's like Brazil and then those dudes will be on. All the yams, and uh, you're not going to mess with them down in in Rio or anything like that. Um, oh, I lied. I won another bet because I want to bet in this fight. Uh, this is where I finally want to bet. Yeah, <laughs> um, Jack Hermanson reminded, or sorry, Jack Hermanson uh, reminded everybody that Chris Curtis is in fact not a top ten middleweight. Um, he hasn't. Just been fighting on the regional circuit for the last 10 years for fun. Uh, he's fought it because until recently he didn't have the UFC caliber game and it's still not a, a top end game. I, I enjoy Chris Curtis. He's made a bunch of people a lot of money over the past year or so. Uh, but this was the time where it seemed like it was right to, to get off of it. I don't see Honestly thought there was going to be more grappling here. Uh, even if it wasn't successful takedowns, it would be just like Hermanson holding him up against the cage and controlling him, running him up a little bit in the clinch. Didn't even need that. Just kick the shit out of him at striking range. It's a good way to turn off your fans too. He uh, he was acting like a a bit of a uh, a bit of a bitch in that fight and after the fight. Yeah. <laughs> and like he people love like that he's been dude better because... about it now, but. Yeah, he's finally, I think he's got kind of told you're, you're making yourself look bad and you actually found some fans because you, you know, usually fight in a very exciting manner and, and are kind of an underdog and then you, you don't piss that away, sir. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was quick damage. Somebody told him afterwards, yep. like, dude, you've done pretty well this past year. Like, he got right on Twitter and shit to apologize. I mean, good, good on him. Um, but I mean, I hope it was Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland, the voice of reason. No, <laughs> um, that was on you, bro. You literally got Hermanson to stand with you for 15 minutes. That's all you could ask for in that fight. Like straight up, yep. it was a fucking kickboxing match, and you got beat. You you got outstruck by by Hermanson in that fight. Uh, I mean, Hermanson looked good. Like he did what he had to do to win that fight. I'm, like Brad said, pretty shocking that. He didn't go for more takedowns and more cage control and stuff, but I mean, he's another didn't dude that to. looked like, <laughs> yeah, he looked like he took a, he took a, a trip through the, the fucking Brazilian brain force on, on his way to that car. Cause no, he went Herman, to, he went to the special hot spring, the hot spring that had jacked. the, the minerals and, and everything, you know, had the, <laughs> he was, he was fucking around with the, uh, with the canyon. Yeah. He's fucking crystal. Potion, All the crystals. Uh, yeah. Man, he, he looked fucking jacked, dude. Um, great performance for him, though, man. I, I'm with Brad, though, like, going in that fight. I think people were forgetting Curtis was a career-long kind of 
regional dude retired fucking three times in the past couple years and shit. Like, uh, dude had, had, has had a good run, but he, he ran into a fucking legit high, high level fucking fighter. Yep. He just and barely got beat. He's still going to have a bunch of good performances in the UFC and it's just, he's not title contending material or anything like that. Uh, main event, nothing to talk about. Tom Aspinall blew his knee out. Do we know what the injury was yet? Sean, you're usually pretty good with this sort of stuff. No, nothing. I got nothing. I, I don't know if they've, they've announced it. Sounds like it's probably an MCL. Yeah, I think somebody. It did not look good, whatever it no. was. But those pictures after the fight where he was chilling with blades, having a beer, whatever, he only had it like just a little wrap on it. Um, there wasn't ice, anything. There wasn't a brace. That, yeah, it, and usually if that's like a torn something torn, it's ice completely down because that thing's gonna swell just yeah. Crazy. So that might be a good sign. But I mean, it looked like almost a football contact kind of knee injury, which never ever good. So yeah, ooh. absolutely. Um, the only thing that we learned in that fight is that. At least in the very early going, Curtis Blades was going to be willing to exchange with Tom Aspinall on the feet. And I'm not sure how well that was going to work for him, but very well. Hey, it it awesome. worked enough. <laughs> it was going to work uh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, we talked way too long about that card. I think it's because yeah, there was, how shitty it was a bunch of fights. Um, so we're going to move on to UFC 277, which I'm sure we can fly through some of this because some of it is not great, but, uh, we'll kick it off in the welterweight division. We have Oreo coaches taking on the blood diamonds. Um, this is, this is one of Izzy's guys, right? Yeah. Which makes him, uh, a Kai Kara France guy. And that's why he's fighting. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, they always come over in waves. Uh, you Americans, you're you're worried about your southern border. You got to be worried about all these dudes coming in from Australia all the time. Like, what's going well, on? It's where they, it's where the the, the crazies on the front get it wrong. They were always worried about the fentanyl that comes over the southern border. They just forget about the boats. They always forget about the boat. These fuckers <laughs> coming over on the boat. Sean, anything in this one? I really don't have much. Uh, I don't think the Mike Matheta is very good. Uh, and I, it's hard backing a guy named Orion. Orion? I don't really care. Uh, I hope it's Orion. <laughs> could, could Blood Diamond get wrestled by a primarily kickboxing fighter? Yes, that's, that's very possible. Uh, this is, is it... so low level that I don't care. Uh, this guy's nickname is Galaxy, which is lame. Like, I get it. It's the, the constellation, but... Where the fuck is Arcata, California? That is some crunchy-ass fucking name and nickname. Oh, he's he's probably in that area right around, like, Lemur and Tachi Palace, where all those oh, white supremacist dudes were he, back in the he's, day. He's definitely growing up around um yeah but i i don't know i i didn't hate him when he was on contender series um 
didn't hate him. Like he lost against Phil Rowe in his UFC debut, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I think he he can grapple a little bit. Um, but Mike uh, Matheshead, um, his sub defense looked a little bit better than I expected it to because uh, he was taking <laughs> on uh, the Bullfrog in his in his debut, and I thought. Uh, that Wells was just going to roll right through him, but it took almost the entire first round for him to actually get a dominant position and get a choke in. So we'll see. Fair. Um, did, did we get picks or bets on this one from anybody? Oh, Ryan. Oh, I, I don't. Did I go already? No, um, you go, Wes. You no. got anything? Go for it. Oh, uh, no. I, I was, well, like, I, I agree with a lot of what Brad said. Uh, uh, that, that's why I was kind of looking at the over a little bit. It's one and a half. I, I know the, uh, though Ryan's got, got a lot of finishes, but, um, I just think that he's a really low level guys. Uh, his grappling's decent. Like, uh, Brad said, though, Blood Diamond's sub defense looked a little, looked a little better last time. So I was kind of looking at that over one and a half, but man, it's just, I, I really don't know, man. If one of these guys fucking sparked early, he wouldn't be surprised. So. It's pro it's probably a pad, but if I've had enough one I might look at Yeah, I'll I'll take the you know, decent grappling guy with finishing potential over the thirty four year old kickboxer moving over to MMA with not a lot of experience in grappling. Um don't know that I'm gonna bet it. I, I feel like the line might be a bit short. Uh, and then, like, there's no props or anything out right now, but that over one and a half, there's, there's some potential there as well. So, uh, I might end up having something on this fight. Uh, Cheese is gonna be the, the pick. Um, don't know about a bet until I see a little bit more. Light heavyweight division. We got a little, little Nikki Negranu <laughs> taking on I, Ihor Poteria. Oh, nice. Um, Sean, you want to break this one down? I just uh, I just swept the old contender series oh. uh, parlay. Oh, yes. I, I just played. The, How many? What was I, it again? Ten, plus I played ten, the ten first three. I, you got this. Uh, one. I yeah, I, I took the over in the first two, and then Turkalj and and Pfeiffer in uh, in the last two, and it was like plus a thousand altogether. All right. Go. I, I got the first three things, like, or something like that. Nice. I said, though, then one. Uh, Brad, there are, uh, props for that fight, but of course you have to not go to the shitty odds oh, fight that doesn't post yeah. shit anymore. Uh, if you go to fightodds.io, they have all the props. Oh, no, I just, I just needed to refresh it. It's, it's oh, there okay. on, uh, best on fight odds. Um, I feel like uh, Nicky Negreanu is the the trendy trendy bet this week, and I get it. Everybody wants to fade the the contender series uh, fighters. It was a pretty bad contender series season, uh, and I mean, fading contender series is is something that I'm definitely all about. Um, but I I don't really want it. There's just so many people I see on Negreanu. I just have a very bad feeling for for all you folks. So. I'll stay away. I'll pick Negreanu and in, in Master, but I don't want to bet it. Wes? Yeah, definitely. 
Didn't hear any of that. You're got to talk uh, louder, West. Starting to go. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 always uh, always worse than when you see a lot of the, a lot of the dudes that you uh, you really don't don't respect too much. Twitter machine out there. Um, the algorithm boys. Yeah, pick, picking a, picking a guy you like, um, but I, I think oh uh, the the Ukrainian here is is a little bit of a front runner, man. I think he's he's beat up on on a lot of dudes. He's looked good. I, he looked good on in his contender series fight. Um, just just a different level guy here, man. Oh, oh, Nicky Negreanu is uh is pretty good, man. Um, I, I think he he's got more ways to win in this fight. Um. I think it's uh, on the stand-up. He's probably a little bit more technical guy. I just don't. I don't know enough uh, uh, about this dude. I don't think he's he's beaten any kind of competition. So he's a favorite here. Like like over a dude that's got some some decent fights and decent wins. I mean, Kenny Nunchucks isn't a isn't a bad win uh, at, at this point. So I think I have to take the shot here. I, I guess that's what a, a lot of people were saying. Uh, not nothing big, but I mean, there's some plus money out there. I know Nikki Negreanu against a, a contender series dude that's beat up some literal bums in his career. Like, I, I gotta take a little shot. I, I mean, I agree with Sean. No, it's just don't know a whole lot of, about the dude, but I'll take a proven guy at plus money against a, a contender series dude that's beat up a lot of bums. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat as Wes here. Um, I, I Kind of have to bet Negreanu at, uh, at plus money. I mean, you've got this, uh, Ihor guy who, I don't know, is he selling himself on OnlyFans or something? Is that his OnlyFans name, Ihor? Um, but his opponents have been terrible. Uh, he's fought like a couple guys with decent records recently. He looked good on contender series. That was probably the best guy that he's fought. Uh, but I'm not sure how much of that is a, a one-off versus him actually being any good. Uh, you know, it, it's hard to judge a guy from fights early in his career, but it seems like he does not have a lot of fights that go past the first round. And when they do, he's going to start to get tired. Uh, I think that uh, little Nicky here is durable. Uh, if there's one thing that we've seen, even if the skills are a bit lacking for him, he can eat a shot. And he's willing to to come forward and keep trying to wrestle and keep throwing. So I think the the volume is going to play in his favor, and he's going to take over this fight late. So uh, I will end up with a little bet uh, on Nikki on this one if I can get that plus money still. Uh, women's flyweight division apparently Ji Eon Kim and Jocelyn Edwards are fighters on the UFC roster. Sean. Kim has been fighting in the UFC for over five years. No, I don't believe it. He's one in three. He's fucking one in four. One four in her last five. With lost her three win coming against Nadia Kasim. And she's lost her. She's still somehow in the UFC. Nice. I know, like, these guys are both terrible. I know the play is to pick the dog, but this is really tough for me to pick the dog in this one. That's because you're uh, thinking about it too hard. I know, but I, that's why I told myself not to do that anymore and just take the dog. 
I mean, look at the people she's lost to. Catch a beating. Catch a beating. Meatball-y. Alexa Grasso. Those are all legit. Those elite. are elite losses. Those uh, are elite uh, losses. Shiv. Ah, hey, sh- should you shiv? <laughs> yep. Big time shit. Oh, th- she's got like three wins in the UFC. Wow, look at that. That's incredible. How many of those ladies are still fighting in the UFC, Brad? <laughs> I didn't know that. Actually, I knew that Justine Kish was in the UFC, but I didn't know that any of those ladies were in the UFC to begin with. Just in case you Russian in Bellator. It's been in the cage. Shitting on him in Bellator. Yeah. Yep. Um, are you you going with Jocelyn Edwards then, Sean? Is that the no, pick I'm, here? You tell, the, the pick is the dog. I don't care who it is. <laughs> wow. One of them. Who are the, the people that you named that she beat? Cassim, um, Fabian, Fabian and Kish, and then mm-hmm. Jocelyn Edwards UFC wins are Ramona Pasqual and Yanan Wu. Elite wow. wins and elite losses. These are two elite fighters right here. Holy, this is a thing. Uh, Wes, you got anything here? I don't. I don't really. There, there's going to be some. Dude. On this fight, and they're full. They're they're completely. <laughs> there's no way you know who. I'm probably gonna. I think Edwards wins. I'm gonna pick the dog top master, whoever it is. And if you're betting us that this fight, bet on my Uh, I think this might be a fight where when the DraftKings props come out, I just look at fight ends in a split or majority decision. And if that's <laughs> like plus 400 or higher, uh, I'll take great. that. Great. Uh, but for now, Kim is the dog, so Kim will be the pick. Uh, this is one of the, the later ads. I, I know that lines just popped up for, over it over the past couple days. Michael Morales, Adam Fuggett? Fuck it. Weight division. Uh, Sean? Yeah, yeah, fuck it. I do not know who that is. Uh, I will be taking the guy that's, what, minus 500? It seems yeah. to go up every time I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, 600 now? That's that's who I'll pick. It seems like he's going <laughs> to knock the other dude out. I have no idea what fuck it is. He's very happy to be the welterweight champion of somewhere. I can't tell where. A couple different but places. He's thir- 33 years old, making his UFC debut on super short notice. Um, just got subbed by Nick Maximov in a grappling competition in 2020. <laughs> Ooh, I-, I obviously have not looked at this guy. Wes, uh, anything from you? I mean, I, I watched this last fight, apparently. Uh, he knocked a dude out, and I still can't remember him. So that's not that's not a good thing. Uh, Morales has looked uh, the goods so far. Um, I mean, it was Kevin Jow, so, you know, we don't know how good, but 
I, I don't. He's got to be the pick, man. But I just, I don't. You can't play minus six hundred here. Uh, maybe Morales inside. Um, the unders are one and a half here, which I don't. I don't know, man. Um, Morales is going to be the pick, but I'm not sure I can. I can do anything with it. Um, I think Morales wins inside the distance. Maybe KO. <laughs> Yeah, Morales has some real potential. Uh, good athlete, you know, good wrestler. Um, he can do a little bit of everything. He's got some of that crazy striking. Uh, I, I think I've seen people be like, oh, John Jones comparison. Uh, I, I don't know that that's actually true. Uh, but I think it's more than enough to deal with Adam Fuggett in this one. Uh, from the looks of his records, he got knocked out once. And he, the only time he's lost and it's gone to decision was against Austin Vanderford. We know what a dominant finishing threat that dude is. Uh, Paige will tell you all about that one uh, yeah. on her OnlyFans. But uh, yeah, it's going to be Michael Morales in this one. Moving on up. Eventually we'll get to some interesting fights. I promise, guys. Lightweight division. We got... Drakkar Noir, uh, taking on, uh, I don't know, after his last performance, how much, how much of a Garcia is he? He's gotta be a little bit more than half a Garcia. Four, five eighths? What are we talking here? Yeah. Seven sixteenths of a Garcia. No, nine sixteenths of a there Garcia. There we go. There we go. Fractions. Uh, Sean, what do you got here? Yep. I, I, I think this is a, if if close can stuff the takedown or most of the takedowns, I think he will win somewhat easily on the feet. Uh, as long as he throws, which you know at, at times has been an issue, um, but I think if if he stuffs the takedown, he's he's gonna probably light Garcia up on the feet. So uh, close has been taken down. They're generally pretty good wrestlers. I think I think we're gonna finally see. Uh, how good of wrestler the old half of Garcia is. So I, I put him in a small parlay. Uh, I put uh, close in a small parlay for a unit. Um, not a, not a big, big lean here, but I think he's, he's definitely got some, some decent advantages. Wesley. Yeah, man, it, it, at around minus 200, I actually like close quite a bit here. John, like he has been taken down before, but like way better. Um, and, and I think Garcia is gonna, he's gonna come forward and try to, try to get a hold of him and get those takedowns. It's gonna force, uh, close into, into doing a little more than he usually does. And, but I just think his hands are way better. Uh, uh, close has got some, some pop too. Um, uh, I think he might be able to get Garcia out of there this fight. I think it's a really good matchup. Um, I like him quite a bit at, at my 200 and, um, you're you're starting to uh to crackle and cut out a little bit there wes um but we got that uh you like close uh at this price and and for parlays uh i'm i'm on board with you there um i think that one of these guys has been fighting quite high level lightweights uh obviously in his last fight close took a, a big step back and uh, you could tell because he looked great against Brandon Jenkins. Um, 
And before that, it was Dariush and Bobby Green and, like, actually good fighters, whereas Hafa Garcia is getting wins over bottom-of-the-barrel bottom guys and losing to the Chris Grootsmachers of the world. So I got to go with close here. Um, would be lying if I didn't say that that, uh, that whiplash scenario doesn't uh, stick in the back of my mind every time I think about betting him. Um, but I, I think it might be safe in this spot because I don't think he's going to face a guy that has a whole lot of power to get him out of there. So I, I like Drakkar close. Um, I, I don't think this one is going to be particularly close, uh, and I'll probably end up having him, him in a parlay at some point or, or another in this card. Next up, we got Don't Ask, Don't Tail Maze taking on Handy Abulibalawab. Is that no? I missed it. I'll come up close. with something for him. I need more time. Close. I, I'm, I'm just looking. I'm just looking. I need to come up with something for that name. Uh, we'll see what I can do while you guys are talking. Sean, what do we know about Handy? I don't know much about Handy the Hammer. Um, seen he's 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 fought professionally five times in the last. He's he's fought professionally five times, and it's all been in the last year and two months um but at this weight class does does that matter uh i i don't know if it does especially against a guy like dante Mays. um you know that the he, dante Mays actually th- showed some shit you know he he, yeah. he he got the trend the the ncaa uh maze train uh was was in full effect last time out against the the parisian um I, I guess he college. has that in his pocket now. Like I don't know. Uh, could he, he? Could he wrestle the the handy hammer? Maybe. I have no idea who the fuck this guy is. So I'll uh, I'll pick Dante Mays. Opener on this fight was like even money, and now Mays is like minus one eighty. So the interns might have been on that one too. <laughs> Wes. Yeah, I mean, still, you 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 want some Dante Mays and almost almost two to one fave. I just, I don't, I don't know about that. Um, I I wish this this true fatties wasn't so juiced at this point because uh, I I do think we could see some some D one Dante in this spot and <laughs> maybe a little riding on top a little bit, um, getting it sloppy and and sweaty. Um, but it's a little juicy at this point. Uh, I don't know if I trust it that much because I have no idea what, what old handy hand job. I, I don't know if I've ever seen him fight. So, um, you're laying the juice on Dante Mays though, man. Good fucking luck because, uh, this dude looked really bad not that long ago. Decent lately. Yeah. But man, I have no idea here, honestly. Um, I'm going to pick Dante Mays, but I just don't know enough about Handy to make any kind of real decision, even on the fatties. I, I wish that line would come down a little bit. If it does, I, I'll sprinkle on that, but nothing, uh, I'm not, not too, um, I don't have any real, um, strong, strong looks in this fight. I completely blindly faded Handy the Hammer in this one. The Handy Hammer? There we go. That's, that's what we'll call him. He's the, the handy hammer. Um, I saw pictures of the people that he's fought. 
uh, and one dude is a, a literal pear with legs. Oh, I saw um, that. That dude is a that dude is a human cartoon character, bro. Like straight up. <laughs> that that he, shit's he, wild. He looks like he was the inspiration for Homer Simpson. Like he's got that body type. Uh, yeah. So that's not great. Uh, because I've never seen this guy fight, I went to the experts, uh, because apparently one of the promotions that, uh, that our boy Cody Saftik works for and, and does matchmaking for, they had this dude booked on a card like last month. Um, but he couldn't come over to the border to Canada and then get back into the U.S. cause he's only got an Egyptian passport. Um, so he didn't end up fighting on the card. Uh, but the fact that he was promote or fighting in some, no offense, Cody, um, ask backwards promotion in, in Canada. Uh, and now he just happened to end up on short notice on a UFC card. He's probably not great. Uh, apparently he's a wrestler, but I would be shocked if this dude can do anything if his fight goes outside of a minute. So if you're going to bet the handy hammer, Bet him in the first 60 seconds on BetMGM. Other than Here that, go. you, you gotta go with, uh, with D1, don't ask, don't tail. Love Moving it. on up. Lightweight division. This is a fun one. This, this'll be good. We've got Drew Dober, the man of a thousand bedroom posters, <laughs> taking on Rafael Alves, um, I respect Rafael Alves because this is the dude that uh, he he went full rumble for one of his fights. It was supposed to be a featherweight fight. He weighed in at like 157. Then this, he blamed it on the bad salmon, right? That, that was this dude? Pretty sure that was him. <laughs> uh, but either way, he shows up and he fucking slangs them thangs. So uh, against Drew Dober, that's going to make for a fun fight. Sean? I'm pretty sure that was the Jared Gordon fight that he he uh, got a little fat with. I think I think it might have been that one. I'm not sure. I hope so. Um, I'm sure it got canceled, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, Elber's always in fun fights when he's not getting absolutely blue-balled. Um, I think he can, can keep this on the feet, and dude throws hammers. So I, I think he's going to eventually clip that chin. Um it is a bit concerning. He, he took a decent amount of damage against McKinney. Uh, there's a lot of guys out of there, out there that, uh, would not have survived that early onslaught by him. Uh, okay. and then it just showed the, the balls that he has that he, he took over that fight and got, uh, McKinney out of there. Um, I liked Ober in this fight. I, I took him inside the distance at plus 135. Um, I think he gets him out of there either, uh, in the first or early second. Uh, so it was the Pat Sabatini fight. Oh, right. And he missed weight by 11 and a half pounds at Featherweight. <laughs> he probably made a good decision means, in that fight. Yeah. Um, so that means that he weighed in at what? 157 and a half yeah. for yep. uh, a Featherweight fight. Love it. Love it. Full respect. Uh, I hope he's on all the magma cause he's going to need it here. Wes, what do you got? Yeah, I, I think these, these dudes are going to throw down. Um, Dover is just, he's a madman. Like that, that guy can't have a boring fight and he's going against a guy that's, you know, 
going to probably fight about the same way. Um, I just think Dober hits harder, and I know Dober can take a better shot. Uh, I, well, pretty sure that he can still take a better shot. Like it's it's going to go one of these days. I don't think I don't think Dober's close to there yet, though. Um, and I just think he hits like a fucking truck, man. So um, I like Dober here. I think these guys throw down, and I I think uh, Oh Hafiel's the first one to go down. I like Dober inside the distance. It's go around plus one forty. Yeah, I think Dober might be in some trouble early in this one because Dober is usually in trouble early in his fights, and Alves is a super fast starter, um, throws bombs, has a good guillotine, all the the typical uh, Brazilian stuff. Um, but he also gasses, and I think that as long as Dober survives that early onslaught, and I kind of feel like even if Dober's chin starts to go, uh, that he is just like physiologically constructed, that his chin is going to last way past its best before date. Um, like, cause you got to get through that, that exquisite jaw before you can even come close to rattling his brain. So I, I like Dober in this one. I think it's going to be either round two or round three. He's going to put him away. I think round one is going to be all of Alves's moments. Uh, so I, I'm kind of thinking about those Dober round props. Um, they're only out, as far as I can see, <clears throat> at Mason Book right now, 600 and 800. There's going to be better numbers available at other spots. So I'm going to hold off on those. But uh, I, I think that Drew Dober is the rightful side here. Uh, what's the, uh, oh, I was going to say, what's the under in this fight? But it's Jeez. two and a half is minus 160. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Know. Don't really love that. Probably just look at those those Dober props. It kind of feels like this price is actually a little bit low uh, on Dober in this fight, uh, just based on the competition and success these two guys have had in their career and even recently. Welterweight division. Uh, apparently, we're still on the prelims. We've got the the Smeltburger, Matt Smeltburger, taking on the Great White Hope in Texas. Um, pretty close to his hometown. Alex Morono, Sean, is he going to do big things? I don't know if he'll do big things. I think he's going to do Ooh. enough things, especially if it's in Houston. Um, I think Semmelsberger obviously has way more power than Morono, but I think Morono's overall the the more skilled striker. Uh, he throws, throws a good amount of volume. I, I think if he... As long as he can can not get hit with the big shot from Samuelberger, I think he he edges a, a close-ish decision. So it was plus one forty-seven. I put two units on it. I think he can can win here. Wes, yeah, I'm, a lot of what Sean said. I, I I just feel like if if Morono can cannot get clipped with something stupid, um, he'll he'll at the very least outvalue him. Uh, Selma's Wagner in, in this fight. Um, I think he's a little better technical striker at this point. Um, he's probably better on the mat too. I'm, I'm not sure it even gets there. Um, but man, at that kind of price, uh, I just think volume alone, if he doesn't get stopped, Morono can win a decision here. Um, so I like him as an underdog. Yeah, I like Morono as well. Uh, this is like, People seem to see something in Semmelsberger that I'm not just there. not seeing. Yeah. Um, you know, he 
got a couple quick wins, which sure, I guess that's great, but you know, you look at the competition and the the durability of those guys, and there's not a lot to it. Uh, he kind of seems scared off by Chaos Williams in, in that fight. Uh, eventually started to, to bite down on his mouthpiece and, and throw, um, and then immediately got scared off again as soon as he got hit. I don't think that Morono has the same sort of power to give him problems like that. But I think that Morono's a pretty quality fighter. I mean, he belongs here. He's fought a lot of good fighters. He's been competitive against a lot of, like, top... Maybe not top level, but like just below that, the the mid tier welterweights in the UFC, and I'm not convinced that Samuelsberger's there. Uh, based on what they've done and what I've seen, this should be even money, or Morono should be slightly favored. So I'm taking Morono as a slight dog, and Alex Morono is going to be the consensus bet of the week. Uh, rough one last week. Time to get it back this week. Uh, I, I think we're going with plus 126 because um, that's what's available. Oh, 127 because that's what's available at, at Dimes. Uh, 126 was the old Mason book. Been online. Um, but shop around for your best price because uh, as soon as we get off this, uh, I'm going to hit the plus 140 that's at Caesars right now. Main card... Light heavyweight division. This fight feels like it should be a little bit higher up on the card, but it definitely should not guess... be opening the pay per view. That's for sure. <laughs> well, it no, doesn't have is, action. This is the good one to open the pay per view. This is the one that you don't want as like the final prelim, because now people have already paid for the the fights, so it doesn't matter if this one turns them off or not. They're locked in. Uh, because reminder, folks, this is a pay per view. We got Magomed Ankalaev, um, the the future champ or whatever, uh, taking on Anthony Smith. And I'm not the biggest Anthony Smith fan. Uh, I usually prefer people that don't go to draws with home invaders. But <laughs> He's never I'm probably going to be cheering for him in this one. Yeah. Sean? This is a hard one to bet. I do think Ankalaev is is the way better fighter, but is he going to finish uh, an Anthony Smith that kind of has always been durable? Probably not. But him by decision is like plus one ten. Like holy shit, man! Like, uh, he can't can't give us nice lines on that. That's for sure. I'll, I'm probably not going to bet this fight. I will probably try to believe that it never happened. Uh, I think Ankalaev wins a. 30-27, boring decision, so I will pick him. That sounds a lot like Ankalaev. Wes? Yeah, I mean, I, I've never thought much of anything about Anthony Smith. Um, and then on top of it, we know how such fucking toilet mode brush IQ he's got, like not taking that that DQ win over, over fucking John Jones. Like dumbest... Dumb shit that, I've ever. That's a different thing. That's principles <laughs> no, and fuck morals. That. Fuck that. Um, Dumb shit ever. <laughs> um, but all, all serious, I just Anthony Smith is is very durable. He's he's a decent fighter. I, I think he's. I mean, he he's gotten the shit beat out of him about uh, by dudes that's just slightly good. I mean, 
He beats up on bums, gets some freak wins here and there. Like, um, I mean, say what you will about a Goliath. Like, he's as boring as fuck. But, uh, I mean, all of these fucking Russian dudes are, man. They, they win, though. They win. Boring ass decisions. Um, I think that's, that's gonna happen here, man. Uh, I'm not, ain't, I don't see Ankeli finishing Anthony Smith and just don't see Anthony Smith falling into something fucking some kind of freak win again, which I think that's what he's gonna probably need here. So just Ankeli, kind of boring decision. Um, I actually don't hate the plus money on that. Like I figured it would be low. I thought it would be a little better, like Sean was thinking. Yeah. Uh, plus 140, plus 150 in that range. They know. They, they know how this dude wins fights. That's how he's going to win this fight. And I'm probably going to play that. I still, if it's plus money, um, that's the, the, the most likely outcome in this fight. So, make a live by decision. Yeah. I think this is more of, uh, where my situation in tout master dictates it. I'm, I'm going to be taking me some, uh, some Anthony yeah. Smith in, yeah. uh, in tout master. Yeah. I, I think that a lot of the stuff that Ankoliev wants to do is just sit on the outside and jab and throw long kicks and, and that sort of stuff and not really threaten his opponent a lot. Anthony Smith can do that with him. Um, where Anthony Smith is going to get in trouble and definitively lose this fight is if he gets too crazy and closes the distance and gets into the clinch because then I think Ankalaev can take him down and basically win with top control in this fight. But if this just turns into a range kickboxing match, which Ankalaev is more than happy to do, I think it's going to be competitive. Um I might see what the plus three and a half is when those lines come out because usually with a plus 400 dog, you're still going to get, you know, around plus 200 or so on that line. So I might take a look at that because I wouldn't be shocked if Smith can steal around. Ankoliev should win, but man, I'm, I'm not convinced. Uh, I, I've never been aboard the, the future champ train for this guy. He's no. just. Yeah. He's just another boring Russian. He's just boring in a different way. So he probably wins. I'm not going to parlay him or pick him or do any of that. Uh, I might end up with that Smith plus three and a half. And if this line keeps going up, as the ankle I have lines tend to do, maybe I'll end up with a, a little sprinkle on Smith straight come fight night. He came, he came down a little bit at one book, actually. Which is kind of surprising to me. Ain't alive a little earlier yeah, today. We'll, we'll wait for fight day. There's going to be Don't a start whole parlaying. bunch of people. Yeah. Don't yep. parlay. Look, look at the top of this card. You got Amanda Nunes and Ankoliev, and people are just going to throw them in every parlay that they've got. Um, so I'm probably going to end up betting Smith and spoiler alert, somebody in the main event. Uh, but I, I'm probably going to wait until fight day. So a couple more fights to go before we get there. Flyweight division. This is a good one. Alex Perez coming off a uh, almost two-year layoff since his title shot against Davison Figueredo. Not for lack of fights being booked, but just lack of fights actually happening. And he's taking on Alejandra Pantoja. Sean? 
I'm not convinced this fight happens. Uh, <laughs> Perez seems to be cursed. Go look at his tapology page. I've never seen so many cancellations in a row. There's six of them since he fought Figueredo. Um, oh, Khabib has to have that at some point. Not in a row. Not in a row. <laughs> He's got them interspersed a bunch, but um, yeah, it's it's hard to know with with him out two years in a row after almost two years in a row after that brutal just no show against Figueredo. It's hard to know what, what he's like these days. Pantoja, he also hasn't fought in, in almost a year, but I think he's more of a, a known quantity. His striking has, has looked pretty good late, lately, um, and, and he's still got a, a pretty damn good ground game. So I, I'm just taking the more uh, known quantity. I, I know there there's some... Some variables in in this uh, in this fight with Perez having such a long layoff. Is he going to be rusty? Has he made himself a a lot better? It's it's hard to know. But uh, I put Pantoja in, in that one unit parlay with uh, close, and I got plus one forty seven. Wes. Yeah, man. Uh, I I thought I thought Pantoja would be um, a possible future champ, and at, at thirty two, I. That, that's still not like out of the realm of possibility. I think, I, I think Pantelge is really fucking good, man. Um, there's, there's not, but a couple guys that's as well rounded as him. His, his stand up has gotten tremendous. And then we know what the, what the guy can do on the mat. And I, I think that's just the difference in this fight is Pantelge has got uh, more ways to win. It's probably. Even on the feet, because I think Perez is a very good striker, but Pantoja hits harder than he does. Um, and on the mat, th- this isn't close a- a- at all. Um, I like Pantoja here, man. I, I don't get this line. It- it's like minus 167, minus 170. Perez off of a two year layoff. It's not just like taking some time off. Like he's had an injury pullouts, weight misses, like, where's he at? Like, Pantoja, a year is not crazy in MMA, uh, anymore to take, to take off and like be ring rusty or something. Like, Pantoja will show up. Um, I like him here quite a bit, man. Um, I, I think he's, uh, gonna, it's probably gonna be 15 minutes. I, I'm not sure he gets for his other, this gets scrambly on the mat. Man, I, I'm not sure what Pantoja's sub is, but that that's a that's a possibility in this fight because uh, it could get scrambly if Pantoja gets a hold of Perez in some kind of exchange. Um, he's he'll he'll go for takedowns and try to go to that realm. So uh, I like Pantoja a lot here. Uh, he he will be in a parlay uh, for sure, and it'll be a. I'm gonna try to find my other favorite piece because there's some. I think there's some decent parlay pieces on this card. Uh, I've been trying to bet dogs and it's been up and down really got killed last time but i think there's some really safe nice parlay piece at around two to one on this card and he's at the top of my ticket yeah i i think pantoja wins this one i'm just i I feel uncertain about it just because of you know him being off for a year i know that's not a super long time anymore perez being off for for two years after that uh figgy fight um it's just hard to get a read on these guys. I think that the thing that swings it in Pantoja's favor for me is that 
Perez, I think he was one of the first guys to make me hate calf kicks um, because he used them against uh, Formiga in that fight, and, and that sucked. Um, so I don't like him. And if he's going to rely on that against Pantoja, I don't think it's going to be nearly as effective because Pantoja's actually a pretty decent leg kicker himself. Those guys are usually pretty good at defending that. Um, so Perez is going to have to rely on his wrestling then because I, I think that <clears throat> of the two of them, Pantoja's got the better hands. Uh, I think he's the most more dangerous guy when it gets into the sub-grappling um, maybe Perez can get some top time, but we're seeing that that's less valuable than ever in, in MMA scoring. So everything kind of points to Pantoja. There's just, for some reason, I don't feel super confident about it. Uh, maybe that'll change when it comes to fight day. If I've, uh, if I've got a couple beverages in me by the time the fight rolls around, but Pantoja as of right now, so, plus 450. That's, that's not bad. Not that's not bad. bad. I mean, the, uh, the figgy sub on Perez was pretty crafty. Like I don't, I don't give Perez too much shit for that. Figgy just sort of snatched that guillotine out of nowhere. Um, but we'll see if it's, uh, you know, we saw even a, a gassed Pantoja because Roy Val was starting to get to him with his pace in that last fight. Even that gassed Pantoja was able to get different. his back and. <laughs> yeah, Roy Val's but, different when it comes to pace, man. <clears throat> No, but even when Pantoja was gassed, he was still able to sub him. So yeah. that just shows you how good his grappling is. So that sub has, certainly has some legs in, in this spot. Big boys, we go from the flyweights to heavyweights. We got Sergey Pavlovich, a Russian, coming all the way to Texas. So who do you think that the people in Texas are going to cheer more for? The the black dude it's gonna be a hard or the one. Russian because they love they love their Russians in Texas yeah. these days they love those dudes but he's taking on the black beast um, I have to say I'm a little bit worried about the black beast fighting in Houston again it's uh, it seems to be a little bit hit and miss Sean what's your effect here. Yeah, I was hoping that we were going to get a nice line on, on Pavlovich or maybe Pavlovich TKO. Um, the books kind of knew better. Uh, I cashed pretty decent with Tui Vasa last time. When you got guys that aren't going to be panic wrestling on, on the Black Beast and, and will stand in there and throw, they got a decent shot. Um, I just like those numbers to be a lot higher than, you know, plus 120 or what plus 130 when his money lines like minus 120 like that's that's not great for Pavlovich um I Pavlovich throws a lot of volume and that's that's going to be good against the Black Beast but that of course opens him up to the equalizer getting getting Um, Black Beasted getting getting beasted um so I'll pick Pavlovich and into Outmaster if the Black Beast does what he does it's not surprising at all um I just think that Pavlovich can can kind of out-volume and, and even possibly take down the Black Beast. So uh, I, I I got a side with Pavlovich, but no bet. Wes? Oh, I'm back, baby. Um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm taking some fucking Pavlovich here. Like, 
Um, oh, I thought you were gonna take some black beast. No, 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 no. I, I've done, I've done that. Um, yeah, I just Sean hit it on the striking. Like any, any, any person that like throws a little bit of volume on on Derek Willis, like he just he can't take that shit, man. That dude, like he does not like to get hit, like whatsoever. If you can land on Derek Willis, uh, he just He'll shell up on the cage, man. And you're just hoping that at this point he doesn't connect on some bomb. It happens. It's happening less. It's starting to happen a little less lately. And I absolutely think Pavlovich is probably going to get a takedown in this fight and probably in the first round. And it's, can he get off enough ground and pound on, on Derek Lewis before Derek Lewis tries to undertake him and, and just fucking raise up off the cage? Just and I think at this point too, like Derek Lewis is like thirty seven now. He's he's starting to get old. I mean, the dude's been in a lot of fights, man. Uh some easy. He's been in some hard ones. He's he's taken some some damage in some fights. And um yeah, I just think he's getting in there with with a younger dude that's that's got a path and you just hope you don't get fucking black beasted. I've I've had it happen a bunch of times. Um I don't think it happens this time. I've, I've, I've been wrong many a times before, but I'm going to roll the dice again. So give me some Pavlovich. Um, I don't know. The line's not too far off of Pavlovich inside or just playing him straight. Um, I'll probably just take him straight, man, and lay the tiny yeah. bit of juice. Um, if I get black beasted, I won't even be mad anymore. I've, I, I've had it happen <laughs> enough times already. I'm, I'm immune to it. So Pavlovich for me. If you get blacked raw in this one, uh, it'll be rough, but be the sometimes little. you just gotta live with it. Yep. <laughs> um, to me, the, the thing that kind of leans this towards Pavlovich is that Derek Lewis really seems to struggle with guys who are longer than him and willing to fight longer than him. Uh, if you get inside, we know what one punch from him can do. But guys that are willing to sit on the outside and poke at him with kicks and straight punches, uh, they seem to have a lot of success. Um, you know, whether it's Volkov, where eventually he got black beasted, or Cyril Gone, where he didn't eventually get black beasted. Uh, these guys have a, a very consistent history of racking up rounds uh, against Derek Lewis. So I think Pavlovich, I think it's smart to go money line instead of the inside. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if we see a more cautious Pavlovich in this one and this fight uh, takes a little while. Honestly, because the we've got a fatties, we've got some plus money on the fatties. I might be tempted to take that. Um, but the way that, that these lines escalate, Honestly, to go from a, a plus 125 over one and a half to a plus 425 fight goes the distance is insane to me. Cause if this fight gets to seven and a half minutes, it's probably there's a good 15. chance that it's getting to 15 minutes. So I might end up playing fight goes the distance in this one. Both. Uh, both. Yeah. Well, half yeah, on, I, half I probably on will. both. Yep. Um, but yeah, I I wouldn't be shocked if we saw this fight go the distance and just be a shitty fight. We we've seen that Lewis is quite capable 
uh, of making guys tentative and leading to a, a pretty crappy fight. So and this isn't. Wouldn't be shocked to see that here. Like Lewis has been in some long shitty ones for like twenty minutes. You know, like the yep. Volkov was a main event, right? That went like really long until he until he caught him. Yep. Yep. No Volkov. Was that, it a three yeah, because that was raid. That was like ten seconds away from the yeah. the, the final. Oh, battle, right? okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. But uh, yeah, it's it's been kind of a a path of his in the past. So yeah, I, I think I'm looking at the the fatties and and a little sprinkle on that goes the distance. Moving up, one of the title bouts on this card, kinda, sorta. Mm. Uh, Figgy's the champ, but. They're doing a number one contenders match between Brandon Moreno and Steve, good old Steve France, uh, Kaikara France. Um, <laughs> but this is a good fight. Uh, I think two guys that when they first came into the UFC, I would have been shocked if you told me they were fighting for a title. And now I'm perfectly content to see them in a fake title fight. Sean? Yeah, these these guys are usually pretty good at action. Um, I think France is is definitely improved since their first fight. I mean, obviously Moreno has too, but um, I, I was I was really thinking he was going to turn into a, a complete fraud. Um, mm-hmm. he, he had some okay wins, but it it wasn't really there. And you know, he he did step up a couple times and faltered, but he's he's put a nice string together and. And fought a tough matchup last time out and was able to stuff the takedowns. Um, I think Moreno should still mix it up and, and go for some takedowns just to keep it in in uh, Kaikara France's head. Just don't don't try to overdo it and gas yourself out. I just think that he needs to, you know, just keep that in his mind because on the feet, like France definitely has more power. But the the combos that Moreno throws, especially with the end head kick, are, are nasty. And I got to trust the, the chin of Moreno. I know he got dropped a couple times against Figueroa. Those were, those were good shots. Some of them, I don't know if they were clean knockdowns. They were kind of a combo slip and, and kind of get dropped. But... Um, I just gotta trust that chin because it's it's been elite for a very long time and he has great recovery time. Uh I think Moreno can can take over this fight. France is gonna be good early, but I, I trust the cardio of Moreno more. Um I think Moreno's gonna gonna get a get a stoppage after he, he takes some shit. So uh I just bet him inside the distance uh at plus one or plus two twenty five for a unit. I, I think he gets some out of there in the fourth. Ooh. Wes? Yeah, I kind of agree with a lot of what Sean said. Um, I will add on that I, I do think France, he does, he's got a little pop, but I, I think we're getting to a point to where it's getting a little bit of, it's overrated. Like people think he has this kind of death blow power and shit, and he, he really doesn't. Uh, he's still a small little man. Like they just, uh, and, and Sean hit on it too. Like Moreno's chin is is pretty ridiculous at, at this point. Um, I, I think the the grappling is just a, a very big advantage for Moreno as well. If this does get to the mat, I think he will try to get some takedowns. Um, 
they'll probably be more successful the you know the the further this fight goes. Um yeah, I just think he's got to weather a little bit early and I think he can. Like I like I've started with I just think that power is slightly overrated like he's he's knocking out Cody Garbrandt and shit and and the Bone Tauron, like we we know him. That's a that's a that's a flawed guy who ended up getting cut, sadly, but very flawed dude. And then like Cody as well. So um, I, I think Moreno can survive that, and I think he's just the way better all around fighter than than France. Props to France. Like I thought he was going to be a complete bum as well. He's way better than I thought he was going to be. Uh, I'll give him that. Um, I think Moreno is just, just better. Um, an, another dude around to a two to one fade that I think is a very good parlay piece. Um, I'm, I'm not sure he gets a finish in this fight. Um, very, very possible. Um, I think that's a good number on him getting a finish, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if, if he grinds later in the fight and ends up getting a five round decision here. But I, I do really like him in this fight uh, at, at two to one. Yeah, I I just looked to, to see what Moreno by sub was. Uh, looks like plus four fifty is the highest out there, which is all right. I, I don't love it. Um, and the the thing that really has me questioning this fight for Moreno is when they first fought, he didn't try and take him down at all. And I feel like if he does the same thing here, he's probably in more trouble because as much as we want to say he's improved, I feel like the grappling is the biggest improvement in his game and he is as hittable as he's ever been, if not more so. And, you know, after getting rocked a bunch of times by, by Figgy, uh, I know you said, you know, some of them maybe weren't the, the cleanest in the world, but I, I, how many times do you have to get clipped before one of them actually affects you? Um, so if this just turns into a 25-minute kickboxing bout, I, I think that it's 50-50. Uh, I think where it becomes a minus 200 fight is if Moreno starts to mix in the takedowns. Uh, that's why I was kind of eyeing that subprop because I think that has some real potential. Um, but I'm not sure that I can trust them to do it. So... I have no bet in this fight, uh, at this point at least. Uh, I'll pick Moreno just because I think he has a couple more ways to win it, but I, I think this is going to be competitive, and if Moreno doesn't come at it with a, a really good game plan, that he's in danger of not even getting the, the next shot against Figgy, and I mean, for that reason, I kind of hope that he loses because Figgy's more likely to take a, a shot and a defense against France. Uh, than like the 17th fight against Marino. So we will see how that goes. But we're moving on. Main events. Uh, the, the women's goat. Um, like she actually is. But that kind of makes everything that happened in the last fight even more hilarious. Uh, Amanda Nunes is, is looking for her title back against Juliana Pena. Apparently they coached a season of tough together. Nobody watched it. Nobody I, cares. I finally did. <laughs> did. Did you? How bad is it? It's real bad, isn't it? It is. He just watched is. the fights, though. He, it, I thought you just watched the fights. Yeah, I mean, most of it. I watched, like, little bits of, like, the first episodes when you see the the people at home and they're training because I, I like to see if they're 
at least at an actual camp or at a converted Jiffy Lube up in fucking, you know, uh, somewhere in Northern California. <laughs> so just, but little people, dude, as far as like low level talent, it's one of the worst seasons you could ever imagine. Big surprise. I mean, Big surprise. There. It's, he- it's, it. he- it's heavyweights on yeah, side. Heavyweights so like, and flyweights, women's it, flyweights, right? <laughs> it's bad, bro. It Winners. is fucking bad. I'm not going to watch it. Nope. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Sean, what do we got on this? I'm picking Nunez. I'm not betting her. Um, she's the much better fighter. She fought probably the worst game plan you could ever think of, and she was still close to getting Pena out of there a couple times last time out. Um, I think she's going to fight cautiously. It's probably going to be a little boring. We're back to boring Nunez, uh, but she's she's the better fighter. And if she just literally just sticks and moves and, and throws strikes, she's going to hit Pena. Pena's going to gas, and then she's going to finish her. So... Uh, I don't want any part of it because I I don't trust I don't trust Nunez <laughs> because I don't know maybe she just hasn't doesn't want it anymore doesn't care anymore I I'm not watching the tough to find out um, I do expect her to get a get a finish Wes well I mean that that's that was that's no big thing for me in this fight is just motivation it was yep. obviously not there last time she no looked respect. like Gave she, zero respect for Pena. Zero. She looked like shit though. To like when coming into that fight, like her body and shit, like she looked bad, man. Like she soft. was, she was soft as shit. You could tell she didn't give zero fucks about that fight. Um, she she cares. Like Pena has gotten under her shit. Uh, she gives a fuck about this fight, and she's way better, man. Like, come on, dude. This is still fucking Juliana we're talking about man like she isn't great shut dude like shot her eye was literally destroyed in that last fight too like no giving a fuck Nunez still about how to out of there a couple times um I think she she wins this fight I I think she sticks and moves a little more she's that cardio's not like she's never had the great cardio like five rounds put pace on your cardio. But when like, she fights like she did in the first fight, that goes completely out the window. It, if she fights like she fought against Shevchenko, then it's fine. Uh, I, and and a lot of other people like it. Yeah. She she's gonna she's gonna fight that fight. Pena's gonna be the one gassing and and like we don't know the damage Pena's gonna take either uh these first couple rounds. I I think it's I think it's a late stoppage for, for Nunez as well, man. Um it's all about motivation, and I think that is there this time. She's the way better fighter still at this stage. Um, Nunez inside the distance, slight plus money. Um, I will take that. Not not anything big. Um, there's always that little thing, man. She's this late in her career. She's done everything. She's got kids now and family, money. It's all there. Always that little small part. So it's nothing big, but I do think this is – Maybe one of the last, like, great fights we see out of Amanda Nunez. Um, I'm going to take Pena. Um, get it. I, I get it that she's going to be motivated, like, Nunez is going to be motivated and all that. But 
sometimes when you you flip that switch off, it's not so easy to flip it back on again. And she's facing somebody who is super durable, um, who has good cardio. And honestly, the probably the most important thing is she's not scared of her. Um, there's a lot of people that get in there with Amanda Nunes and they're scared of her. Uh, Pena is not that. Even after getting her shit whooped up on. Almost got her knocked out a couple fight. times. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Then she just came back out and, and got right back in her face. So I think you guys are right that we see uh, a lot more of a patient Nunes in this fight. Uh, I don't think she's going to come out and quite as heavy to the grappling as she did in the first one. Um, however, to sort of contradict what I just said, I, I did play fight ends by sub. Um, that was like plus 250, uh, just for a, a little bit here. And I played the over two and a half because uh, I think that one of them is going to gas. The other one's going to get on top. Uh, they're pro both pretty durable when it comes to eating strikes. Um, but they both will get subbed. I mean, Pena got subbed by Jermaine Durandamy, uh, of, of all people. And Nunez got subbed up, so. by a choke that didn't even didn't fucking exist. No, she come quit. close to... She quit. She quit. <laughs> Absolutely. She was so bad, um, she quit. So I, I wouldn't be shocked at all to see a sub again in this one. Uh, I don't know who it's going to come from. Uh, I just hope that it's late. Uh, I kind of hope that it's Pena. Um, cause I'm going to have a little play on her. Oh, I don't like her either. It's I just, it's, so it's funny to me. It's funny. Uh, and also then you don't have a champion in two divisions, Yeah, two fake divisions holding up two fake belts. <laughs> um, as hyper blue said, uh, Noons has the, the mom quit. It, it's like the mom dad quit. It's a, it's a new mm. variant. Um, I mean, variant like, just dropped. Pena's you know? Pena's had like one for real though. <laughs> like, yeah, and which, well, she already got the the mom quit out of the way with the Durandami fight, so that's good. Uh, that's, that's I, yeah, so it's it's a one fight. Deal, I right? don't know about that. It's not. I mean, ask a, ask a, a bunch of other ladies if that's Sir, a one Sarah deal. McMahon has seemed to have <laughs> yeah. the career mom quit since her job. That's very true. I, I think uh, Pena's mom quit gets canceled out a little bit by the fact that she like went and beat up two bouncers in a bar um, out in Washington somewhere. So, you know, Classic. she she's she's got a little bit of mom quit in her, but she's still gritty. So it's mm. different. It's different. Mm. Um, it's not like Nunes is out hitting up the the Churisaqueras in the favela anymore. I mean, she's she's living the life in Miami. Um so yeah, I I think it's uh it's different levels of dedication here. And and we'll see what happens on fight night. Honestly, don't really care. Um that's the that's the key right there. Yeah. So that's what's gonna lead me to, to betting Pena, but I'm gonna hit Pena. And I'm gonna hit Smith, and I'm gonna be right back in things in Tout Master. Good luck. Sir. That's all that I'm looking for. That is gonna do it for this week on the MMA analysis. Um, bit of a disjointed show this week because it's we had awesome. the, the Contender Series going on in the background and bad fights to break down. But bad fights to reach we'll out. be back with you guys. Yeah, we'll be back with you guys next week for. A Tiago Santos main event. 
another a Sam LV retirement fight. <laughs> yeah, but, but we also get Vicente Luque, which makes everything yes. in the world better. That it does. Vicente yeah. Luque and um, oh, we got we got some. Usman, the the big big Usman brother. Do y'all see a line on that fight anywhere yet? Which one? The Usman fight? Yeah, the Usman fight. I can't oh, I can't find one. Um, I, I think I haven't been looking. I think he's going to end up being a pretty sizable favorite, and I think we we got a little spot there. Oh shit! We we should be uh, watering I, I, watering no, for the next I, week. Yeah, this week, yeah, we're we're trying to get it in and out this this week. I think there's I think there's a little spot there. I want to see what the line is, but I they're gonna blow it up because of the name and shit. And I think we're gonna have a have a spot there. Okay, I, I'm looking through all the future events. I don't see anything there either. So I think they it might be one of those things where they have to wait until the official. Like so I, episode of Tops I got, or it, whatever. It's, yeah, it, I got it's, some it's, lines it's, on some sketchy books for you, Wes. Are you ready for oh, this? Let's yeah. hear it. It's like minus one sixty for Paga, uh, plus one thirty for Are you Usman. serious? Oh. Damn, they're not they're not dumb, huh? They know better, <laughs> dude. Uh, I figured that name though would. Well, what? Well, well, Who knows? Just, Those are sketchy just books. Wait until Those it are, open. Yeah. Yeah. Let, Wait till let, it opens up on the American books. And yeah, let, yeah. The, let the what was what's the line on on the chick fight? Oh shit! Come on, Wes. Now you're really asking me. I mean, I got a what? Uh, that's shit. is that fly or fed? That's fly, right? Fly. Yeah, one yeah. J- Joe Brogan Walker. Yeah, <laughs> Brogan. Oh my god! I don't know if there's a line on those on the old on the Elchi books yet. Yeah. Well, let's uh. <laughs> Let let's hope on some better stuff for the yeah, fight. That just kind of ruined my whole fucking. Don't worry, you'll get a nice shit. surprise. Fuck. Uh, Brad's Brad's on mute. No, I'm I'm back. Oh, there you go. My, oh, my phone died, so I'm just through the oh, phone shit. now. But right, that's gonna do go. it anyways for us on the MMA yep. analysis this week. We will see you guys next week for the the tough finale and all of the shenanigans that go along with that. Appreciate everybody in the chat. Uh, I I know we were uh, head-to-head counter-programming the Contender Series tonight, so not as big of a live group, but we appreciate you guys. And we'll see you next week.